1: Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks of taking all the good we got? Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio and make sure you like and share The John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Mike Huckabee served as the 44th governor of Arkansas from 1996 to 2007. He is a Fox News contributor, a former GOP presidential candidate, and and the host of Huckabee, which airs on TBN. Governor, thank you for joining us this evening. It is a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend.
0: Well, thank you very much, John. I'm uh, delighted to be with you, and I'm looking forward to being in Wichita on uh, August 25th.
1: Yes, we are thrilled to have you coming to town. Um, I, and, and I want to talk about that uh, a little bit in, in a few minutes. Uh, but I have to ask you first, I subscribe to your newsletter. By the way, if folks don't, uh, I want to tell them that they absolutely should go and subscribe to your newsletter. They can find it at your website, MikeHuckabee.com. But I've got to ask you, you, you I've got a couple of things that I found in your newsletter, just this week's newsletters. Um the first thing I noticed, this week you wrote about what you think of the FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago, and you said that you thought it was a textbook Fourth Amendment violation. I had not heard it described this way. I mean, Obviously, I've heard it described as a weaponization of the FBI, but I've not seen it described as a Fourth Amendment violation.
0: Well, when you go into someone's home and you take their papers and their personal possessions, Uh, Granted, there is a process by which you go to a judge and you can get a warrant and you can do that. But you better have a really good reason. And so far, uh, and even this week, Merrick Garland's uh, brief little statement certainly did not help satisfy that sense that there was a pressing reason that over 30 armed FBI agents needed to descend upon Mar-a-Lago, the president's home, And not only go through his personal belongings and and records, but to break open his safe. There was nothing in it, by the way. (laughs) And then to go through Melania Trump's wardrobe. And you just have to wonder, what were they looking for among Melania's dresses? That's just bizarre. So there's a reason that the Constitution set up protections, that you can't just go fishing around in people's belongings And you better have a doggone good reason. And it can't be that, well, we think you may have some papers that you shouldn't have. That's something you negotiate with your lawyers and the lawyers for whoever thinks those papers shouldn't be in your possession.
1: Well, and Trump and his family weren't there during the search. And as I understand it, his attorneys weren't allowed to witness what the FBI agents did. That should be concerning for anyone. I would I mean, even... Even Democrats should be concerned about that, because if the FBI will do it to a former Republican, it's not going to be too long. Joe Biden's going to be out of the office and they're going to want to raid Hunter Biden's, you know, crack den, I would imagine. Well, this stuff never stops once
0: it starts, because it's like blood in the water and people taste power and they taste authority. Uh, They somehow think they're entitled to it. We live in a constitutional republic and. Basically, the government is prohibited from doing certain things. It's not that citizens are prohibited. The government is uh, held in check. What I found most disturbing was this notion that uh, not only were the president's attorneys not allowed to uh, witness what they went through, they were told they could not see the actual warrant. And after about an hour or two with the attorneys protesting, Uh, one of the uh, FBI agents held it up at a distance. It was partially sealed, but they would not allow his attorneys to have uh, a copy. I find that very disturbing because if someone shows up at your door and says, I got a warrant, you have a right to see that warrant and to make sure that that warrant uh, covers what they're going to be looking for. And by the way, another thing, John, when a warrant is given, typically the warrant has to spell out exactly what you're looking for, where you think it's going to be. And you have to have a reasonable assurance that it's going to be where you look because you can't just go into people's homes and rifle around and say, yeah, you know, we don't know you've got anything or that it's going to be here, but we just like to look around and dig through, uh, gosh, your chest of drawers and we're going to go through your closets. And hey, while we're here, Gosh, we'd love to see some of those dresses that Melania wears. I'm just appalled by this. This is this is the kind of stuff that was practiced by the Stasi in East Germany. It is not the stuff that Americans ought to expect from law enforcement.
1: Uh, let me ask you a little bit about what the Senate did this week. They passed their 740 billion dollar "quote unquote" inflation reduction act. Uh, it includes uh, a ton of Green New Deal, pet projects, and money to hire, speaking of Stasi, 87,000 new IRS agents. Um, Mike, you've been in government. You've been in politics. Maybe you can explain to me how 87,000 new IRS agents is going to reduce inflation. I I don't think that math adds up to me, but maybe you can explain it.
0: (laughs) Well, I can explain what's going to happen. Uh, those 87,000 agents aren't going to be really going after Warren Buffett. Yeah, uh, The people who are going to be hurt by that are the folks at the bottom. And let me tell you why. If you're Warren Buffett, you have a building filled with accountants and attorneys that, first of all, prepare your taxes because they want to keep you out of trouble. They're going to do it right. They, they can't afford not to. Uh, and He'll spend an enormous amount of money filing his taxes if he should get audited. Those attorneys and accountants are going to all step in, and they're not going to get more money out of them than they're already getting. So what they're going to go for is the guy who's an Uber driver, and he's reporting his self-employment uh, income. Right. They're going to go after the, the guy who's throwing papers in the morning. Uh, the self-employed electrician, our plumber, that's who's going to get audited. They don't have attorneys and lawyers on standby, and they can't afford to get them. So when the IRS says you're going to have to cough up another $800, they're going to do it because it's cheaper than not doing it.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, And that's my fear as well, is the the people who can afford to avoid the audit are going to, and the people who can't are going to be subjected to it. We're, We're talking with former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. Mike in last week's Huckabee newsletter which again folks should absolutely subscribe you can find it at MikeHuckabee.com. I um I happened to notice that you took a closer look at Kansas's uh, abortion vote the the value them both vote and that has the media and democrats just you know chomping at the bit they were celebrating what they're seeing as this just referendum on on abortion rights um but I I, I thought you had a very good perspective on this, which I really was glad to see since you're not a Kansan. But you pointed out how Kansans, many of them were duped by deceptive ads paid for by you know millions of dollars in out-of-state money. Um, I, I was just pleased to see someone outside of Kansas who actually saw that, yes, that's what happened here.
0: Now, I think a lot of people misread the Kansas vote. Um, there's no doubt that the enormous amount of money that poured into your state, uh, mostly from places like California and from the most extreme leftist uh, sources, they misled the people of Kansas into believing that you were going to criminalize women and you were going to criminalize doctors, uh, that it was going to be that if you went to the doctor, if you had a a natural miscarriage, that you could be criminally charged. That's an outright lie. So, yeah, people were afraid of that. Uh, unfortunately, I think the uh, Kansas pro-life community may have been a little unprepared for the onslaught of outside dollars that came into the state. And uh, I'm not saying that they could have raised that much money. But you put all of that together, and people just thought, well, maybe we better slow this down. But Kansas, I'm convinced, is a pro-life state that most of its people don't believe that an unborn child doesn't matter, has no value, and should be hacked to death uh, just because it might represent a financial burden to the biological mother. Um, There's just a a better heart in the state of Kansas than that, uh, except for the extremes, and that a lot of people push on the far left, which is that abortion anytime for any purpose at any uh, reason, uh, that's an anathema to about 85% of Americans.
1: No, you're you're right. And I, I shared the article on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page, if folks want to read it. It's really good. It's definitely worth reading. You've been around politics for quite some time, Mike. Have you ever seen such a, a divisive political climate that we're living in today. I mean, you know, you've you've run for politics. You've run for governor. You've been you've you've been a governor. You've run for president. It's never seemed like it's been so divisive. We've lost the ability to agree to disagree these days.
0: Yeah, I've never seen it quite like this, because in the past, people would be spirited in their debate and in their disagreement. But by the same token, there was a level of decorum and people didn't want to see the person on the other side lose his or her business uh or be attacked physically and subject to violence it wasn't like that but now we're seeing people that they're it, it's not enough to win an election uh they want you to lose your florist business right. or your cake baking business uh they want you to lose your television show uh, in the case of my daughter. They want you to be thrown out of a restaurant. Right. Yeah. They want people to be harassed when they're out in public. Uh, th- this is a new kind of thing, and it's it's really discouraging.
1: And their leaders call for it uh, openly. I mean, you've got elected officials in the other party. I've noticed Republicans don't do this, but you have elected leaders in the Democrat Party openly calling for that, uh, famously doing it, and, and not ashamed to do so.
0: Well, Maxine Waters, yeah. who said, whether you see these people at the gas station or at a restaurant, get in their faces and yell at them. Uh, Chuck Schumer made those comments about uh, Gorsuch and, and Kavanaugh. you got AOC, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, this isn't the fringe element of the Democrat Party and of the left. These are some of the people that hold leadership positions, and they've advocated this. And, of course, there are those who believe that it's perfectly okay to go into a private neighborhood and scream and yell at Supreme Court justices at their home where children are present and to try to harass them and intimidate them and terrorize them. I mean, that's just really beyond the veil.
1: And then the law enforcement that won't enforce it. And that's that's the other element to that. Mike, I, I, I know we've got to let you run, but I wanted to make sure you mentioned it earlier. You're coming here to Wichita in a couple of weeks for the Embrace Hope change a life event to benefit hope ranch for women the event is august 25th at the wichita marriott correct
0: that's correct and it's a wonderful organization that really empowers women at a time when we hear so much about uh giving women choices well they should have a choice and one of those choices ought to be to live their lives to their fullest fulfillment And and that's what the uh, organization is about, and I'm excited to be there. I hope a lot of folks will come and listen to the story of this local organization that's making a real difference in the lives of local women.
1: Well, and if folks are interested, the uh, you, they can reach you obviously at Governor Mike Huckabee on Twitter, mikehuckabee.com. The event is Embrace Hope, Change a Life uh, event. It's August 25th at the Wichita Marriott. The registration deadline is coming up, it's August 19th. There's limited seating available. More information can visit Hope Ranch for We've also shared a uh, link to the event. On the john whitmer show facebook page mike thank you again for joining us this evening and uh, carry on the fight my friend you're doing yeoman's work we really appreciate what you're doing we'll see you in wichita
0: look forward to it john thank
1: you so much god bless we'll be taking your calls at 7:45. but coming up after the break we'll talk with media influencer aj rice about his must-have handbook for conservatives to neutralize the looming horde of woke ghouls claiming the minds of our society. And we'll give away a couple copies of his new book. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours